Not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors, presented by the Dallas Safari Club. Come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. The Dallas Safari Club meets monthly at chapters across the U.S. If you'd like to attend or start a chapter in your neighborhood, visit biggame.org. Hey, this camp house is full of folks today, and I'm glad you're one of them. I'm Billy Kinder, and this is Dallas Safari Club's Kinder Outdoors. I'm a proud life member of DSC, and I feel really good about the fact that because of me, solid and good science-based conservation work is happening all around the globe. A poacher's going to get caught today because of my membership. A kid is going to learn how to hunt, fish, shoot responsibly because of my membership. If you're not a Dallas Safari Club member, you really ought to be. And if you don't learn something about bass fishing before this show's over today, something's wrong. Because we've got some pretty strong sticks in the house. How about Jeff Sprague out around Lake Fork, Texas? He took a little trip to Sharon Harris Reservoir for that Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tours Heavy Hitters event last week. Caught a five-pound, three-ounce bass that paid him a $100,000 bonus check. Are you kidding me? We're going to talk to him about it. Alton Jones won the event and another $100,000. Alton's on the show today. And as long as we're talking about big money, let's talk about this auction that's coming up next month, mid-May at Rock Island Auction Company. They sell some really valuable guns from time to time, and Joel Colander with Rock Island Auction always gives me a heads up when they're having a big one, and they're having a big one. One of the founding fathers of our country, Alexander Hamilton, had a couple of pistols. He fought in the Revolutionary War with these pistols. These are pistols that earned my freedom, your freedom, and they're on the auction block in a couple of weeks. It's estimated that they could sell for one to three million dollars. A world record could be set for the most expensive firearm ever sold publicly. <laughs> we'll talk to Joel Colander on the show today. Hey, the coffee's hot. I believe we've got some biscuits ready over there. Make yourself at home in camp with us today at DSC's Kinder Outdoors. Front door to the camp house brought to you by Calming Care from the trusted name Purina. Hey, if you've got a field trial dog that just wears you out anticipating the run, you're sitting in the blind waiting for your turn to go, and he's just a nervous wreck, want you to turn him loose. Calming care can help settle that dog, but will not take any of the hunt out of him. Learn more about calming care when you come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. <laughs> This is the 24th year that I've hunted on my friend Jack Ham's ranch out in West Texas. Most of those years we were behind bird dogs hunting quail. Some of those years we were trying to call up an old gobbler. This is one of those years. Robin and I spent time with the Ham family earlier this week, and I'll tell you, that this was the most rewarding, the most enjoyable turkey hunt of my life, without doubt. First and foremost was a 
enjoyable three days with the Ham family. Over this past quarter of a century, my family and Jack's have spent holidays together. We've worked together. We've worshipped together. We've settled a lot of problems around the globe. <laughs> we've prayed together, and we've had Christmas morning together. You know, there's one key ingredient that will, without doubt, absolutely make you a better hunter, a better fisherman, a better outdoorsman or woman, a better outdoor photographer. This one magic ingredient will work 100% of the time. You can't buy it down at the local sporting goods store. It must be developed within yourself. It's called patience. There comes a time in your hunt, your fishing trip, where you have to decide, how committed am I to this? You know, I could be in town eating a good cheeseburger or maybe a slice of pie back in camp taking a nap. Or I could deny myself and stay right here, stick with the game plan that I've put together, and trust that it's all going to come together at some point. And that's just what happened to us this week. Robin and I spent three days hunting turkeys, and everything that could go wrong from day one to day three did. On the third and final morning of our hunt, without a turkey in the bag yet, we woke up to 20 to 30 mile an hour sustained winds with gusts up above 40. Sure enough, when we got to our spot in the dark where we had set up the pop-up blind and all our gear the night before, that pop-up blind was gone. I retrieved it in the dark. We gathered everything up again. Those turkeys highlighted against the moonlight right up there about 120 yards from us sitting on the roost, watching all of this. Perseverance paid off, though. They came off the roost and headed the wrong direction. These birds had been henned up pretty good, and there they were following her again. The old boss hen was yelping her head off, and every time she would, I would too. <laughs> By golly, those gobblers turned around and started headed our way. We could hear them coming through the woods. A nice gobbler went on the strut out by my decoys. And then a second one. I didn't want to be greedy, so I let the third one walk. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Two turkeys in the freezer. What a week. Front door to the camp house is brought to you by Fortiflora, America's number one canine probiotic. I'm best angler Mike McClellan, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Like everyone, the conservation world has been down a rough road lately. The money generated through science-based and properly regulated hunting, both here in the U.S. and abroad, is the key pillar of support for wildlife and wild places. I'm Corey Mason, Executive Director at Dallas Safari Club. Poaching, drought, and ties that would put a stop to hunting and the shooting sports, right and proper education of the next generations of outdoorsmen and women, these things don't stop because of a pandemic, and at DSC, neither do we. Many hundreds of mission-minded volunteers work without glory or headlines year-round for the DSC mission. That mission is clear-cut. True conservation work worldwide, sharing our beloved and precious heritage with all that will hear and take part, and defeating those that would rip up your Second Amendment and rights to hunt and fish. I invite you to come and join us. It all starts at biggame.org.
Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. For the land of the free and the home of the brave. From high school gyms to towering stadiums, every time I see our flag wave, I feel a humbling reminder of the brave who keep and have kept us free. I stand to honor the sacrifices of the generations before me. Heroes who charged into battle through bombs and bullets, who lost their brothers and still pushed through, fighting for every inch of our freedom. I stand for my brothers who can't stand anymore, men who hunted terrorists to the ends of the earth, who sacrificed their bodies and their lives so that we could peacefully live ours. I stand for the children, the spouses, and parents whose family made the ultimate sacrifice for us. We are all standing. We're the National Rifle Association of America, and we are freedom's safest place. From the rough brush of South Texas to the thick bush of South Africa, it's Kinder Outdoors. Presented by the Dallas Safari Club. Wild sheep in the western U.S. water at desert guzzlers providing life-sustaining moisture where there was none. Look closely. DSC fingerprints are there. BigGame.org. Hey, the National Walleye Tour for 2021 just about to get underway. They get uh, kicked off this coming Thursday. They'll fish Thursday and Friday in South Dakota, Chamberlain, Acoma, South Dakota. This coming week, next month, they're in Sturgeon Bay, Huron, Ohio in June, Mobridge, 
South Dakota in July. And then the championship for the National Walleye Tour will take place on Otter Tail Lake, Minnesota, September 22, 23, and 24. I'll be interested to see how these guys do on Lake Francis Case coming up uh, this coming week in South Dakota. Next month, my friends at the Rock Island Auction Company are going to auction off a pair of historic pistols. I want to talk about that because it could be a record breaker. Joel Colander, my old friend, joins me. Hope you're well. Yeah, we're doing just great here in Rock Island. That's good. Uh, from time to time, I invite my friend Joel Colander to uh, join me on the show from Rock Island Auction Company because from time to time, they have something that no one else on planet Earth has. And you've, you've got that situation again uh, coming up in May, a really special auction, uh, a couple of pistols, I believe it is, from Alexander Hamilton's uh, past. First of all, who was Alexander Hamilton? Oh, Alexander Hamilton, one of the, of course, the founding fathers of the United States of America. You look in your billfold, you probably see him on your, uh, maybe on a 10 spot in there, uh, first secretary of the treasury and just influenced our country forevermore with uh, with his with ideas and, and practices he put into place. Absolutely, yeah. As a matter of fact, he founded the very first bank in the United States. He founded the Coast Guard. He was part of George Washington's army. That's how far back we're going today uh, on the show. Are you sure these guns belonged to Alexander Hamilton? Because he's been gone a long time. He's been gone since 1804, Joel. <laughs> he has indeed. In fact, we talk about you know serving on Washington's staff. It was during that Revolutionary War period that he was presented these pistols by his father-in-law, uh, General Philip Schuyler. Um, so, and they have since presented to Hamilton, been passed down his family through the generations um, until about 1942, uh, when they were passed out of the family or sold out of the family um, to actually Bob Abel, like one of the sort of you know godfathers of, of gun collecting in the 20th century. So. They went straight out of the family into a very reliable, very esteemed collection, and they've been obviously tracked pretty well since then. Yeah, a couple of pistols belonging to uh, Alexander Hamilton from a long, long time ago, a great part of American history. Uh, when will these uh, pistols be presented for, for auction? Sure. These are in our uh, May Premier Firearms Auction. That's happening May uh, 14th, 15th, and 16th. So, uh just about a month, and we'll be we'll, these things will be crossing the auction block with uh, several thousand other firearms in that sale. Yeah, tell me a little bit about what makes the value of this pistol so great, because you guys are estimating that this could very possibly be a new world record for the most expensive firearm ever sold publicly. What what adds so much value to these pistols? Um, it is. 100% the history. I mean, they are, while they were presented to Hamilton, they're not true, you know, presentation pistols that we think of with like the high art and the gold and the, you know, all the, all the artistry that occurs with those. Like these are, these are war pistols. He used these to fight for our country during the revolution. Um, things from that period, whether it's, you know, furniture, paintings, or especially firearms, they don't survive from the Revolutionary War. Like, those things are so far and few between. So to have something surviving is rare. To have it coming from, let alone from, like, a founding father, to have the ties to Alexander Hamilton. Um, the precedent, of course, is just, you know, a couple years years back, um, there was a pair of pistols 
that had uh, ties to George Washington, the Marquis de Lafayette. Well, that pair sold for, I think it was right around $1.9 million. So there's also kind of a precedent in place in the market. Um, of course, we had Teddy Roosevelt's revolver in December. We got to talk to your uh, audience about that. Um, that was right around the same price line. So when it comes to these top of the line, when it comes to the top of firearms collecting, that's kind of what you find. And when, when you have historic significance of this kind, uh, yeah, we do, we do think a, a world record is not out of the realm of possibility for these pistols. Yeah, you guys uh, attach uh, an estimate of what you think might happen at auction beforehand. You've done that now, and uh, you're, you're estimating one to three million dollars uh, for these uh, pistols, possibly even more. Wow. It could be, and one, I mean, one to three, I mean, it's kind of a wide range, but when you think about, too, like the top of fire collecting, of firearm collecting can be had for between one and three million dollars, but look at, I mean, and we talked about this video on our, on our YouTube channel, there was a Mike Trout rookie card from 2009, you know, that's selling for, oh gosh, the exact amount of losing, you see four or nine million dollars, um, you have, you know, Ferraris going for forty million or twenty million, um, let alone some of the, you know, paintings or bourbons or wine auctions that happen. You have millions of dollars, and here's firearms with national significance between one and three million. I mean, it's just a, it's kind of a no-brainer, but we look we look at it as potentially a, a really big Adam and Eve moment for for gun collecting that. People will see this significance at this price and just start putting it together. You know, when I go to a to an auction, Joel, I typically will keep my hands in my pockets just to, to keep from scratching my head at the wrong time, you know. Um, but I do like to watch. <laughs> I like to watch the action. Can I do that online? Can I watch this auction online or even participate in bid online coming up mid-May? Yeah, we do take bids prior to auction. I like to joke, say we'll take them any way we can get them except for a smoke signal. <laughs> um, that's at rockislandauction.com, uh, and that's also right on our website. When the auction is live, there will be a link right on there. You can click and see our live uh, audio-video stream. Okay, very good, and uh, there's a link at tenderoutdoors.com. Um, like you mentioned earlier, these are not going to be the only guns uh, that are auctioned. What did you say, May 14, 15, 16? Was that right? That's correct. Yep, there will be uh, – it's a three-day sale. There's thousands of items, whether it's – Cannons, Rolexes. We have a, a revolver that belonged to Bat Masterson. We have a revolver uh, that was part of the Dalton Gang's order. It's just a packed auction. What can I say? Where do you guys come up with all this stuff? Because you amaze me uh, throughout the year, every year, and I always think, well, they can't top that. And then here you come again. There's Joel again. We are wondering how we're going to top Alexander Hamilton. But that kind of keeps happening, whether it's the, you know the annual sales year after year, or whether it's, you know, setting a new record for the highest gun price, which we also have been doing pretty regularly the last four or five years. It's really an honor to, to present these to people. Where do they come from? All over the country. The Bat Masterson gun that we'll have in this auction was kind of rediscovered in California in 1995. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Like, the Bat Masterson was never even in California, but that's where these things tend to go. There was a, a pair of Remington revolvers that were presented to Tsar Alexander II, one of them ended up uh, was found in in Montana, and one was still over in Europe. And then, and a collector put them together. So now the set exists uh, again in its original case. So where do these things come from? I mean, all over. Uh, there's no limit to where we'll find them. Where people contact us from to 
to bring these pieces to market. Uh, Joel Colander, Rock Island Auction, he never sleeps. He's out with a flashlight at night looking for rare things to sell online. And they've got a big one coming up in May. Tell us one more time, uh, website and date. Sure, we're at uh, rockislandauction.com, and that's, uh, that'll be our May 14th, 15th, 16th Premier Firearms Auction. Joel, always a pleasure to visit with you. Thanks, Billy. It's always, uh, always good to talk to you and, uh, and a couple Texas friends. Hey, listen, if you've got a dog that barks too much, won't settle down, jumps all over company when they come over, just won't stop, you could use the gentle calming effect of calming care from the trusted name Purina. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. It's Gary Loomis, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Fish on! Now, more than maybe ever, we could all use a little getaway. And the Vineyards Campground and Cabins in Grapevine, Texas is the perfect spot. We are open for business and with well-thought-out precautions to help keep our guests safe. Bring the RV and enjoy our full-service hookups complete with cable TV, ramped-up Wi-Fi, and space to spread around while enjoying a great view of Grapevine Lake. We can comfortably accommodate any size RV or motorhome with plenty of pull-through sites. The Vineyards also features spacious lakefront cabins, fully equipped with all that you and your family will need to enjoy comfort camping. Our campground store is well-stocked with everything from groceries and ice to firewood and fishing supplies. Don't forget to bring the boat! The Vineyards Campground and Cabins features a private boat ramp with plenty of parking, a private beach, kayak, bicycle and paddleboard rentals, and even a full-service laundry on-site. Come to the Vineyards! We're right in the middle of Dallas-Fort Worth, but you'll feel millions of miles away. VineyardsCampground.com You might hunt the south pasture, or maybe the double tanks. You've watched that big 10-point for four years now. Maybe he'll show up. Or maybe it's a doe you'll hang in the cooler tonight. We're almost out of sausage links and taco meat. Maybe a pig will come by today. Among all the maybes, there is an absolute Take your wild game to Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing. The Masakio family and their decades of family recipes will have your guests at a whitetail dinner complimenting you on the beef. Because we, the way we season them and then we, we cry back them, vacuum seal them, and then let them sit, and then we put them in the freezer. So it, the, the spices get to work on the meat for a little bit. If you'll cook them just like a regular filet, you know, like medium rare or rare, it's perfect. I mean, it's, you can't tell the difference. Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing. CinnamonCreekRanch.com Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side. Pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Check rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. 
Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. At the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we're really happy to have more than 50,000 kids in school classrooms learning about archery, fishing, boating, and other outdoor skills each year. We're thrilled that we have grown to schools across the United States and continue to grow. We're humbled that teaching wildlife conservation to our future generations have been so eagerly accepted by more than a quarter million kids so far. We're happy, thrilled, and humbled, but we're not stopping. The Outdoor Adventures program in junior highs and high schools across America has proven to be a hit with kids, and in case after case, we've seen Outdoor Adventures young lives changed. Kids that just were not in the school and not involved are now excited to get into the classroom each day because of Outdoor Adventures. The kids earn classroom credit by learning the outdoor basics and they smile while learning. If you want Outdoor Adventures in your local school, contact me, Scott McClure. I'm at GoOTF.com. That's Scott at GoOTF.com. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit JoshuaCreek.com. Screen that porch in just for you. Glad you enjoy it. You're in camp with Kinder Outdoors and the Dallas Safari Club. Three buses loaded with kids and parents roll down the highway just like thousands before them have done. All at the invite of the DSC to learn the legacy of the outdoors. Be a part of this at BigGame.org. Hey, thanks for spending a little time with us today around our campfire at DSC's Kinder Outdoors. Heard something that you need to know more about? Come see me. KinderOutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. My friend Scott McClure from the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation is on the Kinder Outdoors trot line right now. And, you know, you meet a lot of people in your life. Very few can you truly call friend. This guy's a friend. Scott, welcome back. Always a pleasure. I hope you're well. I am great, and you're just too kind to be able to say that on the air, and I sure appreciate it. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we have told this story till we're blue in the face, but there is someone out there today listening that has never heard of this incredible program in our schools. In a nutshell, Scott, what is Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation? Well, thank you, sir. Our foundation has an in-school physical education curriculum called Outdoor Adventures, and it is available to every single school in the United States and abroad from kindergarten through 12th grade, where we teach 
lifelong skills using outdoor skills as our platform. So we teach hunter ed, archery, fishing, backpacking, camping as a PE class. And we have 650 schools in 40 states, and we are growing every day. Not only is this very cool to me as a, an outdoorsman, uh, because, man, somebody needs to tell these younger generations about our heritage and what I love to do, hunting and fishing and, and the shooting sports. Uh, not only is that great, but what I've seen this do in kids' lives is phenomenal. It it has a much bigger impact than I would ever think it would um, until I see it happening. It's got it's just it blows me away what it does for does for kids and parents that haven't had a lot to, to hang on to. Well, it, in in a way, it does three things. It, it one, it teaches wildlife conservation to our general public. We're in. They really don't understand the value of hunting and fishing and our shooting sports and how it impacts wildlife nationwide. So that's one aspect. The other aspect is we target the youth that are not involved in sports and band. They're in physical education. They're in a PE class. And so instead of playing volleyball and learning how to play tennis, they're learning these outdoor skills for the very first time, and it changes their lives. And the third thing is when you have a parent that now has a child that is excited about going to school and excited about learning how to cook in a Dutch oven and cast a rod and reel, that parent a lot of times gets engaged with that child because now they have a way to encourage them to attend school. Yep, it's real. He's not making this stuff up. It changes lives. It's phenomenal. You guys are growing by leaps and bounds at the Outdoor Tomorrow Foundation. I remember when you were just a handful in Texas. Now where are you? Where is this being taught? It is being taught, like I said earlier, nationwide from from the state of uh, Alaska all the way down to Florida, and we now are getting inquiries from uh, Europe and Asia and other countries as well that are interested in changing their youth's lives. But right now, we've added 100 schools this year, even during COVID. We actually updated the whole curriculum for distance learning, and the teachers are loving it because it provides exactly what they need in the school to impact kids. Wow, that is just phenomenal. This all takes money. And and if you're going to raise money, have fun doing it. And that's what's going to happen April 29th on Thursday, April 29th. You guys are going to have a a, a wonderful uh, benefit, concert, dinner, auction. What What's taking place? We have a fundraiser on the 29th at Gillies in Dallas. We're going to have Gabe Garcia, who's an up-and-coming country uh, singer. We're excited to have him as a concert. It's going to be a big party. We have a lot of tickets available if people want to attend, but we're also doing a virtual ticket opportunity as well. So anyone across the country that wants to log in and be a part of our big party and also look at our auction items and look at all of our silent auction items, we would love to have people join. But we are a nonprofit. We are a 501c3, so any and all donations and anyone that would like to participate and support us through this great fundraiser, the funds go directly back to kids. Hey, Scott, all of you guys do such great work at Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation for our kids and our future. Thank you very much. And all of this info can be found at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, to make it real simple and turnkey. Come there, and we'll get you to the auction, the OTF, everything you need. Thanks, Scott. That Bass Pro Shops Amateur National Championship, the qualifier on Lake Ray Roberts, Texas, because of the heavy winds, high winds, got pushed back from Saturday to Sunday this past weekend. But once it was done, it was a couple of cousins from Oklahoma, Alan Barton and Tanner Barton, that claimed first place 
at this regional qualifier, and $50,000. They, along with the top 40 qualifying teams from this qualifier, will be at the national championship in Missouri this November. This weekend, it's another qualifier on Lake Mead, Nevada. One of our kinder outdoor pros, Gary Klein, cut his bass fishing teeth on Lake Mead. Well, I really have. You know, I actually grew up on Lake Mead, and uh, that was one of those lakes that always intrigued me. Uh, because think about the era when I was growing up in the 70s and the equipment I was using back then, Lake Mead was massive. I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles of shoreline, cuts and coves, and it just that lake has always intrigued me. Yeah, and boy, what a beautiful lake it is. It's a desert setting, and you might be fishing along there and look up, and there's a herd of bighorn sheep up there. Uh, up on the cliff above you. That's not an uncommon sight. Well, no, it's really not, and, and it's actually a very common sight, especially when you get in the areas where the sheep herds are. I mean, they're going to have a lot of sheep out there. But one of the things about the desert I've always enjoyed is the sunrises and the sunsets. Absolutely phenomenal. Normally, because of the lake being so vast, especially when I go out and practice for the U.S. Open or some of the other tournaments we've had in the past, I just put the sleep bag in the boat and fish sun up, sun down, and just camp out in my boat and get up the next morning and keep fishing. That way I don't have to come back, put the boat on the trailer, and drive an hour back into town and yeah. come back out. But one of the things that has always, I've always liked about Mead, especially from a competitive angler's viewpoint, is it's a very challenging lake. Uh, lake Mead will push you. Um, Lake Mead's got a population of largemouth in it, um, not a lot of big ones, but it's a very competitive environment. And what's really happened to Lake Mead over the past, uh, say, six, seven, eight years is they have actually introduced smallmouth hmm. into Lake Mead. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you went out now, Bill, and fish it, it would be completely different than what you've ever experienced. So, you know, we were talking earlier about fishing the north area for smallmouth. Lake Mead's got a great population of smallmouth, a lot of them two-and-a-half to three-and-a-half, and they're growing every year. So it's really becoming more of a predominant species in there. Wow, that's a fun lake just got to be more fun. I guess it's fun. There are days when it's not fun. It can change in a heartbeat, can't it? Well, it really can. You know, Lake Mead's one of those lakes that, you know, you talk about clear water. The clearest water I've ever really fished is on Lake Mead. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, you could flip a quarter over and you could see the quarter on the bottom, and you look at your depth finder and you're in 50 foot of water. So, I mean, it is actually that clear. And of course, you can run to the back end of some of the major arms, and you get a little bit of that desert sand look, kind of a creamy-looking water. But Lake Mead, anytime you fish a clear water environment, Fish are sight feeders. They're not lateral line feeding. And it allows you to fish a lot of different techniques, techniques that I call draw baits, uh, like a top water, a fast reel and spinner bait, a jerk bait, where you're using an artificial lure with a technique trying to pull the fish from the cover or up from the depth to the lure. And Lake Mead is definitely one of those lakes, so you can really run make a million casts, fish fast, and really be very successful on that lake. Intimidating for an angler when they first hit a big body of water like that because you look at that thing and you go, wow, where do I go? Well, especially when the main basin is 22 miles across it and the wind blows. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Lake Mead with a lot of big water. Uh, so you have to really be, you have to pay attention. You have to really focus on the weather. Phenomenal, phenomenal lake. Good luck to you 250 qualifying teams out on Lake Mead, Nevada today in that Bass Pro Shops U.S. Open Regional Qualifier. Major League Fishing's heavy hitter champion Alton Jones joins us 
when I come back from the coffee pot. Hi, I'm Eric Gerlinger from Lewistown, Montana. Come fish our walleye and hunt our elk. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Hey, I want to let you know about something that's brand new and coming to South Dakota this fall. The Dead Rabbit Lodge. (laughs) You see, the owner received his higher learning from the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. The dreaded enemy of the University of South Dakota Coyotes is the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits. Therefore, the name, the Dead Rabbit. The Dead Rabbit Lodge sits on the eastern bluffs of Big Blue Lake Owyhee. The view from your giant Western Canada Red Cedar Lodging stretches from the dam to the south almost all the way up to North Dakota. The Big Lodge is finest splendor from top to bottom, perfect for big family or corporate groups. But the Dead Rabbit will also feature separate hotel-style rooms, a great game room and bar for entertaining, guest-only dining featuring the Rabbit's award-winning chef, oh, and about 40,000 acres of the finest pheasant hunting in the world. You won't forget the dead rabbit. Cubby's Promotions in Grapevine, Texas, since 1995, has been an industry leader in screen printing, embroidery, and promotional product sales. Cubby's Promotions provides unique and creative custom designs, great prices, and quality products for your business, school, large group needs, or any occasion. We can design the perfect logo for your needs while working to ensure that everything fits your timeline and budget. Learn more at CoveysPromotions.com. Big Billy Kinder Outdoors isn't breaking outdoor news. You have that in your hand or pocket every minute of the day. Big Billy Kinder Outdoors is about the people, places, wildlife, and wonder that the outdoors, hunting, fishing, and the shooting sports bring to millions in the U.S. and Canada. From Miami to Seattle, the Gulf of Mexico to the Yukon, every week we celebrate our heritage and lifestyle. Maybe you should consider advertising with us. Just drop us a note at sales at bdkoradio.com. National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted in just about every western state. Uh, Yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read, because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey... That's phony. This is this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read The Tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The Tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. I want to urge you to plan what will be the trip of a lifetime to Argentina. Hunt doves or ducks with my friends at Cordoba Doves. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative, and he's right here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Call him at 817-797-9020. Like me, you can plan your next trip of a lifetime with Lane Balky and Cordoba Doves. We pick you up at the airport, and you're in our care custody control. All meals, all drinks, all eats are included in the package. Lane is a hunter himself, and when he describes that first morning that you'll witness in the field, it raises the hairs on the back of your 
your neck. The first morning, the fly-off of the roost in the morning is spectacular. Birds almost as far as you can see, and they fly like that all day until sunset. Come on, let's go to Argentina. It's closer than you think. Visit CordobaDoves.com or give Lane a call, 817-797-9020. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. Share our campfire and a good story or two. The Dallas Safari Club presents Kinder Outdoors. In a nutshell, the DSC is low overhead and high return to wildlife conservation, outdoors education, and the preservation of hunting, fishing, and shooting. BigGame.org. I'm Billy Kinder. I'm a life member of the DSC. They put their money where their mouth is. They do good work at home and around the globe for outdoors men and women everywhere. I highly recommend a membership. Let's go to Waco, Texas right now and talk to one of the nicest guys in the fishing business, and that is Alton Jones, because he won that Major League Fishing General Tire Heavy Hitters competition out of Raleigh, North Carolina on Sharon Harris Reservoir. You, Alton, are a Heavy Hitters champion. Welcome. Hey, thank you so much, Billy. I'm a, I am excited to be here. I know you are. You are on top of the world because you've been very successful in your career. You've won a lot, but it's been a while since you lifted one of these giant trophies, and it was emotional. You feel it does something for you for your career to rejuvenate things, doesn't it? It really does. You know, um, I'm I'm no spring chicken anymore. I'm 57 years old, and and to your point, it's been 2012. I think was my last major tour level win and so it, that's nine years and you know there comes a point where in your mind you you know you feel like hey i've got some wins left in me but then it's been nine years and you're like do i have any wins left in me and so uh it it feels fantastic to notch this um uh, you know against the best anglers in the world i mean it's pretty humbling really because these guys are so good and the young guys coming up they're better than ever and uh, you know, to to go out there and and at least for a week be able to say how hey, was the best this week. That was it was a pretty special deal. Absolutely, and I'm not overlooking your win, but I do want to look back over the past couple of years. And when it comes to making the cut and being mm-hmm. there time after time, Alton, you you're pretty strong. You're you're you know maybe you're not hoisting the trophy, uh, but you're up there in the money and consistently uh, one of the better sticks out there on uh, any tour. So. Yeah, don't doubt yourself at all. From uh, down around Woodway, uh, Texas, evidently they have spawning bass down around Waco and Woodway, too, because you knew what you were looking at out there in North Carolina. Well, uh, they do. You you know, Central Texas has (laughs) so much uh, variety and diversity in the fishing opportunities around here that if you can fish successfully within 100 miles of Waco, for example, you can fish successfully all over the country because we have representative bodies of water. And that's why over the years you've seen some really great national anglers come, um, you know, from from this part of Texas, uh, just because, you learn, you know, it's, it's, it's good training grounds. Absolutely, you bet. Uh, you got out there in, uh, in practice and your ride through, and, and you saw some things physically with your eyes. I mean, they're, they're building incredible graphics and things these days, but nothing will ever replace the eye of a seasoned fisherman. And you saw some stuff you liked, and it paid off. Yeah, I really did. You know, um, so 
anytime you can use your physical eyes to see, you like to your point, that is a, that's your best tool to use. And when you're fishing water that's less than a foot deep, uh, that's something that's often, often overlooked by a lot of anglers is just being very visible about your fishing. And in this case, I was literally spotting the fish themselves. Um, and of course, my, all my Garmin electronics and those type of things, those play much, uh, a much more key role when you're fishing out deeper where you can't see the fish. Those are sort of your underwater eyes, but, uh, yeah, God created some amazing tools for us in our eyes. And, and, uh, at, you know, it's a, it's a fun way to fish for me. It's something I really enjoy because, um, you know, when you can see a bass, the downside is he can see you. And so there's kind of some gamemanship, gamesmanship that has to go on between you and that fish. Uh, and um, it, 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 it's really, it, it's fun. And, and you have to you have to learn how to work. Every fish is an individual. And, uh, you know, so I, I, it's kind of like hunting almost. You know, it's kind of like being out in the woods and trying to sneak up on a deer. It's really hard to do. Yes, it is absolutely hard to do. And, and boy. You're so exposed out on top of the water in this big giant boat. Yeah, he sees you. He sees you coming. You've got to outwit him at that point. I was so tickled to see that you uh, uh, got a lot of help by throwing a tube. That that tube paid off for you throwing it shallow. Uh, we don't hear about tubes much anymore, but I love to throw a tube bait. Yeah, you know, tube is a. It's one of the best lures just to just to get a bite on that you can throw year round, um, uh, especially here in the central Texas area. And there's a lot of different ways you can rig it. When I'm fishing around heavy cover like I was at the Heavy Hitters event, I was uh, actually Texas rigging it with a 316-ounce weight. Um, and the key is you want, you've got to make in shallow water a really light splash. Actually, your entry into the water needs to have no splash to it. So you've got to kind of practice that little underhanded pitching presentation so that you can, you can drop that lure in front of that fish in such a such a light way that it doesn't spook that fish off, that it just like, looks like an old crawfish sliding into the water or a minnow flicking on the surface, uh, and that's one of the one of the real keys to being successful in the springtime with a tube. Is practice, 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 just like everything else. You can't be sloppy. You got to slip it in there to them. Hey, one really cool thing about Elton Jones that uh, some people may not realize is he's actually been able to spend time in the boat uh, in his career with football coaching legend, Baylor legend, Grant Taft. How cool is that? Well, it really is. Uh, uh, Coach Taft and I have been on multiple occasions fishing together, starting way back 20 years ago. And um, anytime I have the opportunity just to just to be around uh, a man like that, not, not just because of his football prowess, but, you know, he, he achieved the things he achieved because he's wise in life. And I like to I like to hang around people who have had success and achieve the top level because there's things that I can learn and glean from them that I can then take it and apply it to my fishing career too. And, and not not just that, but it's also just he's a great, great man and a super individual. Um, and, hey, let me, uh, let me throw another one at you. How about Baylor National Champion Coach Scott <laughs> Drew, another one of my good fishing buddies. I'm, I, I, you know. I'm, I'm, yeah. I believe green and gold. Hey, I know you do. You are a Baylor alum, and uh, congratulations on that national championship. That That is awesome. Um, one thing that uh, we as believers in Jesus Christ should be aware of these days is, boy, it's a loud world around us. Everybody's screaming for a minute of attention, but we have something more important to say than anybody, and uh, and sometimes we don't. We don't tell others like we should, but that's something that you've never been shy about, and I admire that about you, Alton. 
Well, thank, thanks. Um, you know what? That is the most important thing in my life. Um, you know, a professional bass fisherman may be what I am, but it's not who I am. Um, my my identity is not wrapped up in the, my success or failure at the last tournament. And no matter what field you're in, it's it's nice. You need to have a foundation grounded in, Lord, in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, that's how it was intended to be. And, um, you know, I, about a month ago, I, I accomplished something else I'd never done in my fishing career before, and that is I finished dead last in a tournament. Dead last. There was 40 anglers in the event. I finished 40. So when people ask me how I did, I say, well, I finished in the top 40, you know. But um, <laughs> if, if my identity was wrapped up in, in how I did on a tournament, in that tournament, you know, I'd have been depressed. But my identity is in Jesus Christ, and I fully believe he puts me in the position he wants me for his purposes. At Redcrest, he wanted me dead last. At this one, I was very thankful he wanted me in first place at the heavy hitters event. But, again, if my identity is in the, in the success of that tournament and not in Jesus Christ, then I'm going to get a big head and my ego is going to go crazy or something like that. And so Jesus Christ can just help you keep and live a balanced life and teach you how to love others the way you, you want to be loved as well. Yeah, we usually get a verse from you on stage, and uh, I didn't give you a heads up that I was going to do this, but I bet you've got one written on your heart somewhere that you can recall for us now. Well, I do. Um, how about how about here's one that's applicable applicable to bass fishing. Proverbs sixteen eleven says, "Honest scales and balances are from the Lord. All of the weights in the bag are of His making." And it just reminds me that God is in control of what I catch and how much the fish weigh and what place I'm going to finish. Not me. Alton Jones is a heavy hitters champion from uh, from uh, the most recent heavy hitters in uh, North Carolina, Sharon Harris Lake. Always good to talk to you, Alton. Be safe out there, and we'll see you on the road. Thank you all so much. Catch some fish. Major League Fishing's most recent Bass Pro Tour champion, Alton Jones. Hey, let's take a little break, and then Jim Zumbo is going to teach us how to make those wild turkey legs edible. <laughs> Stick around. You're in good conservation company with the Dallas Safari Club and Tender Outdoors. If you enjoy a topwater plug bubbling over quiet water or the first glimpse of a sunrise from a frosty deer blind, then you are the DSC too. BigGame.org. Hey, welcome back to DSC's Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder, and you are a welcome guest. Only one rule around this old camp house. you got to come back next week and bring a buddy with you. Fair enough? <laughs> hey, if you want to listen at your leisure, catch a podcast. We are... There, We're available on all of the major podcast providers. Just tell them you want a free weekly download to your phone, your device, your laptop, your pad. They'll send it to you. Coming up this hour on DSC's Kinder Outdoors, we're going to hear from Jim Zumbo just outside of Cody, Wyoming. He lives between Cody and the east entrance to Yellowstone National Park. Not bad, huh? (laughs) Jim is just about the only guy I've ever heard talk about how delicious wild turkey legs are. What? They're tougher than combat boots. But Jim's got a recipe, and we're going to get it. Stephen Browning's going to join us from the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour. Talk to us a little bit about their next destination, Lake Travis in uh, Austin, just outside of Austin, Texas, next weekend. And there's another 
major league fisherman that I want to talk to, too, and that is Jeff Sprague. You see, at Sharon Harris Lake in North Carolina last week, when Alton Jones won the overall championship, he won the big belt, there was another big prize on the line. You see, this was a heavy hitters tournament, and big fish of the tournament pays a lot of money, too. Jeff Sprague caught that fish, and I want to talk to him about it. Jeff, welcome. Man, I have been wanting to get you on the show for a long, long time. What an honor. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me, Billy. Glad we have an opportunity to get together and a, and a good reason to do it. You betcha. Absolutely. You've caught a bunch of giant fish in your life, Jeff, down on uh, Lake Fork. You're a fork rat. You know how they are in there. They're big and they're nasty, but you've never caught one bigger than this five three that you caught out in the Carolina Sharon Harris Reservoir, have you? Yeah. I've never caught one as expensive. I can guarantee you that. And, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was truly a blessing. Absolutely, it's a blessing. This was a uh, Major League Fishing heavy hitters, which means uh, the rules change just slightly. The fish get a little bigger, and big fish pays a lot of money. And uh, third period, there was some drama involved here because Alton Jones, the winner of the event, uh, was leading big fish with five pounds. It was late in the game, Jeff, when you caught your, your prize winner. It was, and, um, you know, even for that particular body of water, I really didn't expect that to hold, uh, you know, for big bass, but the fishing was a little funny, and uh, we were kind of in between waves of, of females coming in to spawn, so, you know, it, it was it was possible now, So, uh, but definitely wasn't expecting it. That one fish paid how much money, Jeff? One five-pound, three-ounce bass paid $100,000. <laughs> Uh, you've caught a lot of big fish in your life, but I bet the thought has crossed your mind about having a, a, a mount, a, a five-pound, three-ounce mount made of this particular fish. Have you thought about that? You know, honestly, I haven't thought about having it mounted. Uh, I've got a really nice trophy and a really big check, um, and those are awesome, but uh, I may really consider having me a five-pound, three-ounce bass mounted now or a replica made. Yeah, because, hey, that's pretty rare. <laughs> a $100,000 five-pounder, that's that's pretty rare. It looks like you're having a ball with Major League Fishing. Uh, when we watch you on television, when, you, when we see you out on the road at these events, you're having a ball and you're having some success. Yes, very much so. We've had a very, uh, a very you know, blessed career with what we're doing, and uh, we had a great career with FLW where we started. And when Major League Fishing was formed, we received one of the very last invitations to go over there and, and fish against the greatest field of anglers that's ever been assembled, um, the most um, titles and money ever won by all the anglers that were there. Uh, and to be going over there and catching the fish like we are and, and having the success we are, it's an absolute, you know, just absolute blessing. Have you ever looked around and said, dang, there's Gary Klein? That dude's, you know, he's been to 30 Classics and... He's in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame, and there's Mark Davis over there, another Hall of Famer. And, and you look around at all these dudes that have been there, done that for a long, long time, and just go, wow. Every day that I get on the water and I see the same guys competing for the same check that I am, to be honest with you, um, I, I see the amount of trophies. I see the amount of bass fishing history, the amount of um, you know precedents that these guys have set in their careers. And then not only to be able to compete with them, but to be able to beat them and, uh, you know, and make a name for ourselves here in East Texas and across the country is, is really, uh, really special. Yeah, and you're doing that, doing it in a grand way. Tell me about uh, Travis. 
you guys are headed for Austin. We are. We're headed to Lake Travis next week. Um, and, you know, we're going to make some adjustments to the weight just because of the, uh, bio, you know, the biologist and the information that they've given us back. It sounds like we're going to drop the weight to a pound and a half instead of two pounds just because Lake Travis has an, has an abundance of bass, but they're just not that big. It is chock full of bass. Just for some reason, those though Austin bass just don't want to grow up and put their big fish pants on. Jeff, thanks for the time. Greatly appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad we got an opportunity to finally make this happen, and hopefully we can make something else go uh, our way and we get to chat again soon. Yeah, we'll make a point to do that. Jeff Sprague, Major League Fishing, and they're headed for Lake Travis. You guys uh, get out there and cheer for them. Thank you, Jeff. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. From the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour, pro angler Jeff Sprague. The dude is a stud with a stick in his hand. I'm telling you. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Purina Pro Plan. There's a formula specifically built for your dog. Make the switch to Pro Plan. You'll see a healthier dog in just a few weeks. Pick up the formula that best suits your dog at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Hey, everybody, it's Sean Mann. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Take him, Billy. Like everyone, the conservation world has been down a rough road lately. The money generated through science-based and properly regulated hunting, both here in the U.S. and abroad, is the key pillar of support for wildlife and wild places. I'm Corey Mason, Executive Director at Dallas Safari Club. Poaching, drought, and ties that would put a stop to hunting and the shooting sports, right and proper education of the next generations of outdoorsmen and women, these things don't stop because of a pandemic, and at DSC, neither do we. Many hundreds of mission-minded volunteers work without glory or headlines year-round for the DSC mission. That mission is clear-cut. True conservation work worldwide, sharing our beloved and precious heritage with all that will hear and take part, and defeating those that would rip up your Second Amendment and rights to hunt and fish. I invite you to come and join us. It all starts at biggame.org. Whether you're new to firearms or an experienced, skilled shooter, the knowledgeable, friendly staff at Marksman Firearms and Outfitters is there to help. Marksman Firearms features an extensive selection of firearms, accessories, and specialty items. Military and first responders get a 10% discount, and they offer a 90-day layaway, same as cash. Buy, sell, or trade at any of their Texas stores, Granberry, Killeen, Mansfield, and Wichita Falls. For more info, visit MarksmanFirearms.com. Make your mark at Marksman. These are unsettling and even scary times for many people. But for others, there's peace, even as an angry world cries out. The source of that peace is Jesus Christ. I'm John Watson, pastor at Cornerstone Bible Church in Roanoke, Texas. At Cornerstone, we teach the Bible with no man-made religion added in. Join us online Sunday mornings at 1015 Central at csbiblechurch.org. It's just God's Word, csbiblechurch.org. The first time that I gave my taxidermy work to Roy Holdridge at True Life Taxidermy in Granbury, Texas, was way back in 1994. It was a very special little Texas Hill Country whitetail. Just a spindly little management bug. But to this day, decades later, still one of the most cherished memories in my home. And it still looks as fresh as it did back then. My son was 10 years old, and this was his very first deer. 
There have been a lot of years and a lot of memories preserved since that time, and the common denominator in them all is Roy Holdridge and True Life Taxidermy. True Life is trusted by hunters and fishermen from around the world and is called upon to handle the artistry that brings that hunt or fishing trip back to life every time they admire True Life's work in their home, office, or hunt camp. True Life Taxidermy in Granbury, Texas. Give us your wild game processing order, too. We'll take care of it. TrueLifeTaxidermy.org For the land of the free and the home of the brave. From high school gyms to towering stadiums, every time I see our flag wave, I feel a humbling reminder of the brave who keep and have kept us free. I stand to honor the sacrifices of the generations before me. Heroes who charged into battle through bombs and bullets, who lost their brothers and still pushed through, fighting for every inch of our freedom. I stand for my brothers who can't stand anymore. Men who hunted terrorists to the ends of the earth, who sacrificed their bodies and their lives so that we could peacefully live ours. I stand for the children, the spouses, and parents whose family made the ultimate sacrifice for us. We are all standing. We're the National Rifle Association of America, and we are freedom's safest place. Camp House floor creaks a little, but don't worry, you're on solid ground with the Dallas Safari Club and Tender Outdoors. Our hunting and fishing heritage is much too precious not to protect and nurture. That's our job at DSC, and we take our work seriously. Biggame.org. This warm campfire is brought to you by my friends at Purina Pro Plan. They build the ultimate fuel for your hardworking bird dog, a 30% protein. 20% fat sport performance formula. Exactly what your hardworking athlete needs. And feed it year-round. Just cut back the amount you feed in the summertime. And oh, by the way, you'll find plenty of pro plan performance at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, Kansas, and Missouri. I want to jump on this Kinder Outdoors trot line now. Take a little trip up to Wyoming, out West of Cody, Wyoming. If I know my old friend Jim Zumbo, he's been out chasing turkeys, long beards around. Am I right, Jim? Yes, you are, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about spring turkeys so far. Well, um, just got done hunting in Montana. Uh, season opened uh, Saturday. And Rick Lambert came up, one of your Texas compadres. Uh, Rick is uh, Miranda Lambert's dad. Yeah. He had never gotten to Merriam's before, and he's working on his World Slam. So he came up to Montana uh, last week, and we spent a delightful four days. He played guitar and sang for a bunch of Montana ranchers and got him a couple turkeys and uh, had lots of fun. Oh, boy, that sounds like a lot of fun, just the, yeah. the camaraderie. I know that, that you two and Larry Wysoon can be severe trouble when the three of you get together. And uh, so... Uh, you. I'm glad to talk to you on the other side of that adventure. I'm glad you're doing well. <laughs> doing well. In fact, he and Larry and I are called the three amigos when we're down in Texas. So, <laughs> <laughs> By law enforcement. Yeah, it's law That's enforcement. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, I, want, 
I want to talk to you a little bit about this because you're one of the few people in my life that has spoken positively about wild turkey legs because they are tougher than combat boots, but you just love them. You have a recipe that works, don't you? Yes, I do. Uh, basically, it's a matter of cooking those babies until they are fork tender and the meat falls off the bones. And the way to do that is to put them in a crock pot with some chicken broth and cook them for at least 10 hours. Uh, wow. Now, if you, if you happen to have a Jake, it may, you might get it, be able to get it done in eight, but an old Tom, at least 10 hours, sometimes 12. And oh, my you, when, when they're done, you know, the, the legs are, unlike the breasts, are kind of dark-meated, and people think that they're, they're going to taste like liver or, you know, gamey, but... Really, when you're done with this recipe, they are delightful. So we're going to put them in a crock pot uh, with chicken broth. And what else? Chicken kind broth. of talk us through your Jim Zumbo okay. recipe. Basically, basically chicken broth um, to cover and chop up some uh, celery and onions and carrots and toss it all in there and some garlic salt. And if you have some favorite spices or herbs or seasonings, throw them in there and and let her go, uh, turn it on and let it go uh, at high, and keep testing it after eight or nine hours. And uh, But every crock pot I've used, it takes at least ten. And then when the meat falls off the bones, uh, take them out of there, and when they cool off, uh, remove all the meat and uh, save that, strain that broth. And use and the veggies, save those veggies, and basically get yourself some rice or noodles and cook them on the side, and put your meat that uh, you've deboned and your veggies together, and add them to the rice or noodles, and you got yourself some really fine soup. That sounds like a really great soup and a great it, it recipe. It really is. It really, and also one of the little tricks too is add some grated Parmesan cheese. Oh that yeah, gives, that's that always a great flavor as well. Parmesan is good on breakfast cereal. It's good on everything. You're right. <laughs> uh, that's your Italian background coming out now, Zumbo. You betcha. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, how that's many? Another thing, another thing too is the wings are are even better. They're white meated, but boy, I'll tell you, fucking a turkey's wings are you almost need needle nose pliers. It's it's a real ordeal. So if you're into that, save the wings as well. Well, this is bonus uh, coverage here. We're getting wings with our legs. That's 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 good. Uh, I have never I've never done that. I've never plucked the wings on a turkey. That's always well, I'll tell uh, you, they're not they're not fun. But try to do it as soon as that bird expires, you know, so it's still even warm. Because once they get set, you know, then they're a little tougher to pull out. Yep, that's a very good point uh, for your entire. If you like to pluck your bird, the sooner the better. Uh, yep, absolutely. After you tag that bird, of course. Uh, and get legal with it. How many free turkey leg legs have you been awarded in turkey camps through the years? I bet it's millions. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was I was hunting one time in Texas with a bunch of writers, and uh, I'm not sure where we were, but we were hunting turkeys and pigs. And and one morning we got a lot of turkeys. I mean, like maybe there were a lot of us, and, and the turkeys were very cooperative. We got maybe 10 or 12 birds, and I had gone off to uh, – hunt some pigs, and I came back later, and everyone said that, well, the turkeys have all been cleaned. I said, oh, that's cool. All the breasts are in the cooler. And I said, where's the legs? And they looked at me and said, what? I said, well, where's the legs? Well, 
they're still attached to the carcass. Where's the carcass? In the dumpster. So I became a dumpster diver. <laughs> I used the ladder, jumped in there, threw those turkeys out, and and cut all those legs off and took them home. So I might have, I might have taken home honestly. I don't know, maybe uh, twelve or fifteen pairs of legs. <laughs> <in that. laughs> that was some mighty good eating at the Zumbo yeah, home there. And you know, yeah. a lot of states even say that you know, um, wanting waste of game meat can be a violation. In fact, it's probably a violation in every state, but. They even yeah. exclude turkey legs. You don't need to really, in some states, you know, yeah. as long as you breast it, you're okay, and then the rest of it you do with what you want, which I, yeah, I think is a exactly. sin, but They're just so tough, but, yeah. you know, yeah. Zumbo yeah. is tougher, and so uh, <laughs> he makes good soup. Uh, yeah. Jim, I caught a coffee the other day. I sent you a picture. You should uh, have it in your text messages. I caught a coffee the other day. It was so big he scared me. Oh, no, really? How big? Uh, you know, he was close to two and a half. Pretty good size crop. Oh, my gosh. That's a slab and a half, isn't it? Wow. Six, yeah, wow. 16 and a quarter inches. Holy and, smokes. Uh, yeah, it, it was gigantic. So uh, you're going to have wow. to get down here and uh, and go with me sometime. I'll, I'll blindfold you. Yeah, I'll blindfold you and take you out to the secret hole. Okay, that works. Uh-huh. That works. Jim Zumbo, always a pleasure. So nice talking to you, Jim. Thank you, Billy. Pleasure to talk to you, too. Jim lives in a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful part of the world. One of the most beautiful places uh, that I've ever been. Uh, when you come, and a lot of you are going to be familiar with this, when you come out of the uh, out of Yellowstone National Park on the east side, when you exit to the east from Yellowstone like you're headed for Cody, just a few miles, not far, maybe, I don't know, 15 or 20 miles East of the east entrance to Yellowstone, um, there's some lodging there, some cabins you can rent for the night. And they've got a little dining room, and they do uh, cook a, a fantastic meal in the evenings. It's called Elephant Head Lodge. Robin and I had stayed the previous night over in eastern Idaho, spent a wonderful day in Yellowstone, exited to the east, headed for Cody for a little business stop the following day, and We spent the night at Elephant Head Lodge. Highly recommend it. I don't know how old this cabin was, but it was old. They've got lots of cabins, and they're very cool, and there was no television, and there was no computer, and there were lots of stars, (laughs) and a big old rock the shape of an elephant's head up above the camp. Cool place. And that is Jim Zumbo's Neighborhood. Hey, even if your dog has special conditions like an itchy coat or maybe they're older and could benefit from added glucosamine in their diet, pick up the ProPlan formula that is best suited for your dog. You'll find Purina ProPlan and all of those terrific formulas at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Well, hey, I'm going to take a little break, grab a fresh cup of coffee, and then when I come back, we've got a couple of big-time anglers headed your way. Stephen Browning enjoys a very successful career as a pro bass angler. He now fishes the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour as well. Go to get his thoughts about Lake Travis down by Austin, Texas. That's where the Bass Pro Tour, Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour, heavy hitters lands next. Get his thoughts on that. And then, just in case you missed it in the first hour, the latest champion from that MLF Bass Pro Tour, Alton Jones, is going to talk to us. And hey, listen, while I've got just a couple of seconds here, I want to tell you sincerely, thank you so much 
for tuning in to Kinder Outdoors. Thanks for your encouraging notes that you drop off at kinderoutdoors.com. You are truly and honestly appreciated. Let's grab a cup of coffee. Hi, everybody. It's World Championship caller Al Morris. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm sure thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. Your kids and their friends have never had a birthday party like this. And they'll never forget a Cinnamon Creek Ranch birthday party either. We do a lot of birthday parties. We have two birthday party rooms, 300 bucks, and that's for 10 kids. We provide them with hot dogs, uh, popcorn, drinks, and they get to come here for two and a half hours. And uh, we have two instructors that usually stay in here with them the entire time. Show all the kids basically how to shoot. We have different size bows. But, yeah, it's a blast. And then we usually kind of split the time up. We'll have them come in here for a little while. They'll eat cake and their popcorn and hot dogs. And then uh, we'll take them out on the, in the arena and let them play archery tag. Uh, we provide everything. So they're, they're not required to bring anything at all. With a complete lunch and dinner menu, the world's largest indoor archery facility, private birthday and conference rooms, the most knowledgeable archery staff on planet Earth, and a turnkey all-equipment-provided experience for your corporate event, family reunion, or birthday party. We've built an incredible facility with you in mind at cinnamoncreekranch.com. You know, as bird hunters and bird dog owners, we've seen our wild bird hunting opportunities dwindle in recent years. And if you, like me, don't want to kennel your bird dog in the spring just to let him hibernate till fall, then you should take a long look at the world's largest field trial organization, the National Shoot to Retrieve Association, or NASTRA. This was the very idea of NASTRA's founding fathers back in the 1960s. They wanted to extend time in the field with the dogs that they loved. And it must have been a pretty good idea, because over the years, many thousands of men, women, teens, and families have enjoyed participating in NASTRA field trials. All pointing breeds are welcome, and there's no need to be intimidated. NASTRA sponsors over 1,000 field trials across the U.S. and Canada each year. It's at these trials where your dog can earn his NASTRA championship, qualify for entry into your regional championship, and NASTRA's five national championships. Take a look at our website, nstra.org, and consider visiting a local trial. We look forward to meeting you. From the deck of your private cabin overlooking the confluence of the famous White and Norfolk Rivers at Norfolk Resort Trout Dock, you can see crystal clear running waters that hold one of the world's greatest populations of rainbow and brown trout. In fact, this is the home of world record trout. You might be distracted, though, by the beautiful rolling Ozark Mountains that hold you during your stay. 
Just up the road a few miles is incredible bass fishing for largemouth, smallmouth, and spots. You'll find the best guides in the business at Norfolk Resort, and your boat is just a short walk from your cabin. Your guide will find a gravel shoal perfect for preparing a hot shore lunch with fresh-caught trout and all the trimmings. You'll think about a nap after lunch, but there's more fish to catch and river to explore before retiring to your fully furnished riverside hideaway. Sound good? Of course it does. Norfolk Resort Trout Dock in Norfolk, Arkansas. NorfolkResort.com Bring the kids along. This is where heritage is guarded just for them. Kinder Outdoors, presented by the Dallas Safari Club. Remember the thrill of opening morning in the deer blind? At the DSC, we work very hard to ensure that your great-grandkids will too. Biggame.org. Hey, welcome back to our campfire here at DSC's Kinder Outdoors. Come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. Click on the bragging board and take a look at Jared Shipkoski with his 16-pound, 6-ounce walleye. Are you kidding me? Look at this thing. It's a brand-new state record in North Dakota, Upper Lake Oahe, on the North Dakota side. The previous North Dakota record was 15 pounds, 13 ounces from uh, 2018, about 30 more miles upstream from this fish. You're thinking, wow, that's a big old walleye, 16, nearly 17 pounds. What's the world record, Billy? Well, it's a big one, and it came from Old Hickory Lake, Tennessee in 1960. The world record. Walleye, 25 pounds even. Mabry Harper caught that fish August 2nd, 1960. Caught the fish in August. I bet that rascal was deep. We've got a lot of very talented fishermen on the show today. Here's another one. Stephen Browning from up around Hot Springs, Arkansas. One of my favorite guys on the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour. One of my favorite guys, period. Uh, just a gentleman and a great guy to visit with. Stephen Browning, welcome back to the show, man. How you doing? I'm doing well, Billy. Uh, how about yourself? Man, it's all good, Stephen. I, I went to the Turkey Woods earlier this week, and uh, I out-yelped that old hen, and that Tom walked right up in there, and so I shot him. And then his buddy oh, like wanted that. a piece of that, and his buddy walked in there to look and see what's going on, and I shot him. And I'm not kidding, Stephen, a third gobbler. Walked in, and I could have shot him, and I just did not want to be greedy. It, it's, it's, pretty, right. it's a good week. It's a good week. Well, you're ready to go fishing then. <laughs> I have been. Hey, I've been loading that freezer with those crappie, too. It's been good. Uh, I feel like I have to shoot extra turkeys because you're too busy fishing to, to hunt them. Well, you know, uh, I always buy a hunting and fishing license, especially in the state of Arkansas, and uh Nine times out of ten, somebody else is going to get my turkeys. I can promise you that. I, I, it kind of gets in the way of fishing. Uh, you've got a son that loves to uh, to do all this stuff too, don't you? I sure do, Billy. It's uh, Bo is a uh, freshman up at Jury University in Springfield, Missouri, and uh, he is, you know, passionate about about you know fishing as as well as is you know looking forward to hopefully trying to make a career out of it one day. Man, that's you know back when you and I were growing up, Stephen, it 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 was a hit and miss deal if you wanted to be a pro angler or a pro outdoorsman. 
everybody, your your parents, more responsible people in the world looked at you like, hey, man, I don't know about this. It's a different age now. I will I will say this. There are I, I, in 1984, uh, the Bassmaster Classic came to Pine Bluff, Arkansas. I was a senior in high school, and when that thing was over with, I I I this I set my goals to be talking to you today, and uh, and and good Lord willing, it, it worked out just that that way. But uh, yes, it, it, back in the day, there were not a whole lot of guys that pursued it. Matter of fact, Charlie Hartley and I used to used to joke that uh, you know we used to have to call in to. Uh, for our entry fees to to get registered for tournaments, and uh, I mean it, it was a, I mean you go straight through anymore. You you know it, it's online deal, and you have to, you know you're lucky if you get in. There's that many people, you know, pursuing our sport now. Yeah, absolutely, and it's it's sure good to see. It's it's really good to see. Uh, I love what Major League Fishing has done by exposing you guys and your personalities to us a little bit more when you're out on the water, people. Uh, who who keep up with pro bass fishing might see Stephen Browning as a really quiet, reserved kind of guy. Just watch him out on the lake. Spend some time watching him out on the lake. You're a funny dude, and you're really vocal about what's going on. I love it when you talk to the fish, man. You're always coaching up those fish on what they need to do next. And it, it's you're just it's fun. You're having fun. It, it, it is a lot of fun. You know the the. The thing about major league fishing that is a little bit different than than other uh, formats, I've, you know, as far as how they do their camera guys, you know, you don't have to be leading the tournament to for them to put a put a camera on you. It may be a deal where you catch, you're making a big move, and and they're expecting you know the rest of the day to go well, and they will bring a camera guy to you, and. Um, so we actually have a little bit better opportunity to, uh, you know, to have that camera guy in our boots, especially on the, you know, during the during the live broadcast. And uh, yeah, I, I get I get a little, you know, a little overboard sometimes, but but it is it is just it is fun, and uh, you know, it it gets you, especially when you're making the moves, you're doing the right thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, it sure is. Lake Travis, uh, your history there, I think, is limited, but you do have a history on Travis. Well, we did fish the uh, a Bassmaster Elite Series, the Texas uh, Toyota uh, Big Bass Fest over there, I think, in 2018. So uh, that was the last time that I have actually been on the lake uh, looking at, at, at the the water levels, I want to say it's it's about 14 or 15 feet lower than when we were there. So, uh, you know, we're going to go to a different lake, I promise you. Yeah. Do you remember much about uh, what you did and what won it and that sort of thing? You know, I remember, what I remember of it was uh, there was a really, really good topwater bite going on, uh, guys throwing swim baits uh, and, uh, you know, Carolina rigging you know, a little bit of everything, and uh, and that's kind of what I found over on Travis when we were there. It's you know, it it's a it's a more of a river style, you know, setup, but uh, it it has a lot of different uh, you know techniques available uh, within that fishery, and I think that's uh, you know I don't think anybody that 
that does any one thing very, you know, real special is going to going to be head and shoulders over the guys that, that don't do that particular technique. There's ways to catch them on, Travis. It's just about whatever you like to do. Yeah, and that's probably going to fit uh, right into a post-spawn pattern, you know. It could be a little bit of a shad spawn, I guess, and uh, maybe who knows what all will come into play uh, this time of year. But this this is for sure. You guys will figure it out. You will catch them, and, and you'll be talking to them again, I'm sure. Good luck on Travis. Stephen, always good catching up with you. You bet. Thank you, Billy. I appreciate your time. And if you ever get a chance to hang out with Stephen Browning, or the way I met him was I fished in a pro-am, uh, golly, years and years ago out on Lake Fork uh, with Stephen and discovered that this is a really nice, genuine guy. And I think you'll find, if you ever get a chance to meet all these pros, that they're pretty cool people. They're good people. They want to share with you what they know. And there's a chance, by the way, for you to meet all these guys uh, in Austin at that Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour stop on Lake Travis at the Hill Country Hangout. That's going to be at Bass Pro Shops in Round Rock, Texas, next Friday from 4 until 7 p.m. And then again, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Meet the pros, hang out, pick their brains. Meet anglers like Jacob Wheeler and Jordan Lee, Stephen Browning, Ott Defoe, Kevin Van Dam. They'll all be there. For more information, come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. You want to take in some pro bass fishing this weekend? How about the Bassmaster Elites on the Land of the Giants, Lake Fork? Catch a takeoff from the Sabine River Authority SRA area there at Lake Fork down by the dam. 6.45 takeoff every morning. Weigh-ins each day there at that same spot at 3 in the afternoon. And if you're not within driving distance of Lake Fork, there's plenty of coverage online and on television as well. Bassmaster.com, the Fox Sports digital platforms, and FS1 Television also broadcasting live both today and tomorrow, Sunday. Hey, everybody, it's Stephen Browning. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Now, Billy, I've got to go fishing, so while I'm gone, make sure you leave those turkeys around my house alone. Imagine a change in Hollywood's message. Imagine a big-screen version of your life, telling your story as a God-fearing, red-blooded hunter. Manifesting your God-given right and skill to gather groceries in the woods and pray over them on the dinner table. Lots of folks seem to think this film is a great idea. This is Michael Waddell. I'm Toxie Hayes. Hey, this is your blood brother, Ted Nugent. And want to partner with you to build the first ever hunter-funded, God-glorifying movie centered around our hope our heritage, our harvest. What this world needs is a hunter. You make this world a better place. Come on, theharvestmovie.com. Whether you're new to firearms or an experienced, skilled shooter, the knowledgeable, friendly staff at Marksman Firearms and Outfitters is there to help. Marksman Firearms features an extensive selection of firearms, accessories, and specialty items. Military and first responders get a 10% discount, and they offer a 90-day layaway, same as cash. 
buy, sell, or trade at any of their Texas stores, Granberry, Killeen, Mansfield, and Wichita Falls. For more info, visit MarksmanFirearms.com. Make your mark at Marksman. I'm Tom Watson with Bend Knee International, asking you to pray for the Navajo people of New Mexico and Arizona. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit these native people exceptionally hard. In many cases, multiple families live in the same home. Water is carried from muddy streams for household use, and medical care is many miles away. I simply ask that you join me in lifting them up to the Lord. To learn more, please visit BendedKnee.org. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com. Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. We've camped on the ground and in five-star lodges, but never found a more welcome camp than this one. The Dallas Safari Club presents Kinder Outdoors. Our roots are in Dallas, but the DSC has grown globally to become a worldwide leader in wildlife conservation, the right to hunt and fish, and the education of future generations. Join us at BigGame.org. In case you missed it last hour, Alton Jones joined us from Major League Fishing's Bass Pro Tour. He is the latest winner on that tour. It was a heavy hitters event in North Carolina on Sharon Harris Lake just over a week ago. Hey, thank you so much, Billy. I'm a, I am excited to be here. I know you are. You're on top of the world because you've been very successful in your career. You've won a lot, but it's been a while since you lifted one of these giant trophies, and it was emotional. You feel it does something for you for your career to rejuvenate things, doesn't it? 
It really does. You know, um, I'm I'm no spring chicken anymore. I'm 57 years old, and and to your point, it's been 2012. I think was my last major tour level win, and so it, that's nine years. And you know, there comes a point where in your mind, you you know, you feel like, hey, I've got some wins left in me. But then it's been nine years, and you're like, do I have any wins left in me? And so, uh, it it feels fantastic to notch this. Uh, you know, against the best anglers in the world. I mean, it's pretty humbling, really, because these guys are so good and. The young guys coming up, they're better than ever. And, uh, you know, to, to go out there and, and at least for a week be able to say, how hey, was the best this week, that was it was a pretty special deal. Absolutely. And I'm not overlooking your win, but I do want to look back over the past couple of years. And when it comes to making the cut and being mm-hmm. there time after time, Alton, you, you're pretty strong. You're, you're, you know, maybe you're not hoisting the trophy, uh, but you're up there in the money and consistently – uh, one of the better sticks out there on uh, any tour. So, yeah, don't doubt yourself at all. From uh, down around Woodway, uh, Texas, evidently they have spawning bass down around Waco and Woodway, too, because you knew what you were looking at out there in North Carolina. Well, uh, they do. You, you know, Central Texas has <laughs> so much uh, variety and diversity in the fishing opportunities around here that if you can fish successfully within 100 miles of Waco, for example, you can fish successfully all over the country because we have representative bodies of water. And that's why over the years you've seen some really great national anglers come, um, you know, from, from this part of Texas, uh, just because, you learn, you know, it's, it's, it's good training grounds. Absolutely, you bet. Uh, you got out there in, uh, in practice in your ride-through, and, and you saw some things physically with your eyes. I mean, they're, they're building incredible graphics and things these days, but nothing will ever replace the eye of a seasoned fisherman. And you saw some stuff you liked, and it paid off. Yeah, I really did. You know, um, so anytime you can use your physical eyes to see, you like to see your point, that is a, that's your best tool to use. And when you're fishing water that's less than a foot deep, uh, that's something that's often often overlooked by a lot of anglers is just being very visible about your fishing. And in this case, I was literally spotting the fish themselves. Um, and of course, my, all my Garmin electronics and those type of things, those play much uh, a much more key role when you're fishing out deeper where you can't see the fish. Those are sort of your underwater eyes. But, uh, yeah, God created some amazing tools for us in our eyes. And, and uh, at, you know, it's a, it's a fun way to fish for me. It's something I really enjoy because um, – you know, when you can see a bass, the downside is he can see you. And so there's kind of some gamemanship, gamesmanship that has to go on between you and that fish. Uh, and um, it, 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 it's really it, – it's fun, and, and you, have to, you have to learn how to work. Every fish is an individual. And, uh, you know, so I, I, it's kind of like hunting almost. You know, it's kind of like being out in the woods and trying to sneak up on a deer. It's really hard to do. Yes, it is absolutely hard to do. And, and boy – you're so exposed out on top of the water in this big giant boat. Yeah, he sees you. He sees you coming. You've got to outwit him at that point. I was so tickled to see that you uh, uh, got a lot of help by throwing a tube. That that tube paid off for you throwing it shallow. Uh, we don't hear about tubes much anymore, but I love to throw a tube bait. Yeah, you know, tube is a. It's one of the best lures just to just to get a bite on that you can throw year round, um, uh, especially here in the Central Texas area. And there's a lot of different ways you can rig it. When I'm fishing around heavy cover like I was at the Heavy Hitters event, I was uh, actually Texas rigging it with a 316-ounce weight. Um, and the key is you want, you've you got to make in shallow water a really light 
splash. Actually, your entry into the water needs to have no splash to it. So you've got to kind of practice that little underhanded pitching presentation so that you can you can drop that lure in front of that fish in such a such a light way that it doesn't spook that fish off, that it just like, looks like an old crawfish sliding into the water or a minnow flicking on the surface. Uh, and that's one of the one of the real keys to being successful in the springtime with a tube. Is practice, practice, practice. Just like everything else, you can't be sloppy. You got to slip it in there to them. Hey, one really cool thing about Elton Jones that uh, some people may not realize is he's actually been able to spend time in the boat uh, in his career with football coaching legend Baylor legend Grant Taft. How cool is that? Well, it really is. Uh, uh, Coach Taff and I have been on multiple occasions fishing together, starting way back 20 years ago. And um, anytime I have the opportunity just to just to be around uh, a man like that, not not just because of his football prowess, but you know he he achieved the things he achieved because he's wise in life. And I like to I like to hang around people who've had success and achieve the top level because there's things that I can learn and glean from them that I can then take it and apply it to my fishing career too. And, and not not just that, but it's also just he's a great, great man and a super individual. Um, and hey, let me uh, let me throw another one at you. How about Baylor national champion coach Scott Drew, another one of my good fishing buddies? I'm, I, I you know, I'm, I, yeah. I, I believe green and gold. Hey, I know you do. You are a Baylor alum, and uh, congratulations on that national championship. That that is awesome. Um, one thing that uh, we as believers in Jesus Christ should be aware of these days is, boy, it's a loud world around us. Everybody's screaming for a minute of attention, but we have something more important to say than anybody. And uh, and sometimes we don't we don't tell others like we should, but that's something that you've never been shy about, and I admire that about you, Alton. Well, thank, thanks. Um, you know what? That is the most important thing in my life. Um, you know, a professional bass fisherman may be what I am, but it's not who I am. Um, my my identity is not wrapped up in the, my success or failure at the last tournament. And no matter what field you're in, it's it's nice. You need to have a foundation grounded in, Lord, in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, that's how it was intended to be. And um, you know, I, about a month ago, I, I accomplished something else I'd never done in my fishing career before, and that is I finished dead last in a tournament. Dead last. There was 40 anglers in the event. I finished 40. So when people ask me how I did, I say, well, I finished in the top 40, you know. But um, <laughs> if, if my identity was wrapped up in, in how I did on a tournament, in that tournament, you know, I'd have been depressed. But my identity is in Jesus Christ, and I fully believe he puts me in the position he wants me for his purposes. At Redcrest, he wanted me dead last. At this one, I was very thankful he wanted me in first place at the heavy hitters event. But... But again, if my identity is in the, in the success of that tournament and not in Jesus Christ, then I'm going to get a big head and my ego is going to go crazy or something like that. And so Jesus Christ can just help you keep and live a balanced life and teach you how to love others the way you, you want to be loved as well. Yeah, we usually get a verse from you on stage, and uh, I didn't give you a heads up that I was going to do this, but I bet you've got one written on your heart somewhere that you can recall for us now. Well, I do. Um, how about how about here's one that's applicable applicable to bass fishing. Proverbs sixteen eleven says, "Honest scales and balances are from the Lord. All of the weights in the bag are of His making." And it just reminds me that God is in control of what I catch and how much the fish weigh and what place I'm going to finish, not me. Alton Jones is a heavy hitters champion from uh, from 
uh, the most recent heavy hitters in uh, North Carolina, Sharon Harris Lake. Always good to talk to you, Allison. Be safe out there, and we'll see you on the road. Thank you all so much. Catch some fish. Alton Jones, I want to say thanks to Alton and Stephen Browning and Gary Klein, Jeff Sprague, Joel Colander with Rock Island Auction, Scott McClure with the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, all of my guests, and, of course, you. Thank you for being here today. And my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we have together. I also want to invite you back next time around. Until then, may God bless you and your bunch. Yeah.